Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pro Football Playbook, presented by the Pigskin Podcast Network, your source for team news, draft needs, player profiles and rankings, full senior bowl, combine, and NFL draft coverage, news, analysis, discussion. It's in the playbook. Now, here is your host, sports journalist Bill Alpstead, and featured analyst Keith Myers. NFL fans, welcome into the Pro Football Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Alpstead, sitting down with Keith Myers, and uh, we're here to talk NFL. We're here to talk NFL Draft. We've got a special guest on the show today. Welcome to the show. Uh, this is our second show uh, of the week, and um, it's good to be sitting down with you, Keith. Yeah, this is a um, this is fun because this is the the NFL Draft por- portion of our show. Um, we talk teams. Uh, earlier this week today we're talking you know draft um, prospects and this is this is why we created this show so we could get into this stuff because this is the stuff we love and and the stuff we um, have a lot of fun with so uh, I'm I'm excited let's let's do this yeah yeah so the NFL show is going to be team news key matchups each week playoff races Super Bowl coverage all that kind of stuff also do team needs as far as what the team needs uh, in the NFL draft and so forth uh, as part of the off season. And that leads us into the the second show, which is focused primarily on the NFL draft. We're going to do it 365 days a year, uh, year round content, um, which a lot of uh, shows out there don't do. They kind of take some time off. We're going to kind of incorporate that into a year round show, player profiles, top 10 lists, senior bowl coverage, combine coverage, full NFL draft coverage, big board analysis. We also have a strategic partnership set up with the NFL Mock Draft Database website. Um, and those folks are going to be able to provide us some proprietary mock draft simulations and some big board draft, um, big data analytics and all that kind of stuff. We'll bring that in. And um, so it's it's great to, to be able to do that. In fact, our special guest today is Denny over at the NFL Mock Draft Database, uh, the founder and creative energy behind that and we're going to bring him into the show denny welcome in hello 
How you I'm doing? Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm doing good. Doing good. Yeah, so we're excited to be able to to have this partnership with you, um, and uh, work together on putting out great content for our listeners and subscribers and website visitors. And um, so, why don't you give us a little bit of a background as far as what is the NFL mock draft database? What does it do? How does it work? How do people access it? And what do they get when they get there? Sure. Yeah. So the NFL mock draft database, I've I, I kind of coined it as like almost like the, the Google of mock drafts, right? You know, you, you, if you ever wanted to find a mock draft anywhere out there, um, my site, my site has it. And it's, it's nicely formatted in a way that um, all the players are, you know, you just see the picks um, and, and it gives you a chance to, to uh, go to the sites that you want, uh, read the analysis from those sites, and then come back to my site to kind of, um, you know, get, get a, get a feel for all the picks. Uh, and the, the cool thing about the site too, is that it, it isn't, it doesn't live in like a, uh, you know, an isolated world where you're only reading that one mock draft on this site. You can, you can kind of see like, Oh, I wonder where Matt Coral is going, right? What's the consensus on where the, where this player is ending up. And so you can you know, click on his name, you can go to his page, you can see all the mock drafts that he appears in and where he's appearing. Uh, you can kind of get a gauge. Uh, I, have a, I have a nice little graph that kind of shows you like, uh, where he's been ranking over the past, you know, months or so, um, you know, when the combine number numbers come in, those will show up. Um, you know, well, it, it, it's just a lot of, a lot of information. That's fun. Yeah. Um, and, now, talk and with to me. that, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, leading into that, I, I, uh, another fun feature of my, uh, on the site is the mock draft simulator, which is uh, super fun. You know, it allows you to create your own mock draft using the, uh, consensus big board on the site. Um, and the, the thing about the rankings on the site, those are not like the site's rankings. It's everyone's rankings, right? It's, it's kind of a, so a catch all ag aggregate all of those together yeah. to create that. Right. Yeah. Right. So you aggregate it. Um, <clears throat> you know, it allows you to do, you could do historical drafts too. You can go back and do like a 2019 mock draft. Cause why not? You know, um, you can, you could do current drafts, uh, you know, trade picks, uh, control multiple teams all that fun stuff. So it's been a blast. Yeah, no, that's exciting stuff. And I got to tell you firsthand, the, the mock draft simulator is the best one out there. And it just is so realistic. And you can kind of dial that in. If you want to have a little bit more fun with it, you can be unrealistic. Or if you can be super like I'm um, on top of it, I don't want to cheat at all. You can kind of dial it into that as well. Um, you can also create a profile and you can save those and you yep. can share those out there with, with everyone else too. So that's that's a great feature. For so sure. Keith, Keith, why don't you come back in and um, let's talk about um, what we're trying to do with, with this show um, and how we want to incorporate all of that stuff that Denny just talked about and what we're trying to do each, each week to kind of provide information for everybody, uh, not only on Denny's website, but to, um, to the draft kind of draft nuts out there. Um, that truly exists. There's a large community, in, including myself and you, Keith. We've been doing this for a long time where we've just been really into the draft. So this is a great outlet for people. And now a word from our sponsor. 
DraftKings. Football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Now you can when you bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score. With promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, must be 21 and older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah, and um, so this is this is gonna this is just a lot of fun for for me. Like I'm I'm super excited to have um, have Denny involved in, in all of this because uh, his his one that that I use just constantly as a way to like go in get some information about prospects. What do other people see? Because I mean I've been doing this for a while and I kind of know where my where where what I think about a lot of players. And that kind of stuff, but it's always nice to see what other people are saying and thinking, and and just kind of get that reassurance that what I'm seeing is, um, is real. Because you know, I I I don't get to do this, um, you know, full time. Like I've got another job, and so we've got another show, and then you know, so I get in there and and I, I get to you know study a couple of games on it for a for a a prospect, but not you know ten. And so being able to. Uh, go through and 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 look at the, what the pros and are saying, and what are the other, um, you know, draft people that are you know on- online, but maybe not don't have the uh, CBS or one of those backing, but still are people that I've got to know um, in the draft community over the years, and I, I, people I respect. Like, go find their big boards or their drafts, and and uh, read their stuff. And the fact that I can find all of that on one place and whatever, it's just, it's just super useful. And then, well, there's also the simulator, which I use <laughs> all the time. Because, like, I even sent Bill a uh, a draft like a couple of days ago. I'm like, I don't even have free time, but I spent, you know, ten minutes putting one together just because I wanted to get a feel for where quarterbacks were going, for, just as a as a prep for today's show. So, mm-hmm. uh, real interesting stuff. So, Denny, where are speaking of? We're going to do a segment here today. Uh, top ten quarterbacks um that are going to be available in the 2022 draft or should be available some of those underclass guys they don't have to declare yet but Mm -hmm. we're kind of figuring that some of the better ones would probably go ahead and get into it since it's such a weak class denny what are you seeing out there as far as it being a weak class and how does it affect at least first round guys um in in what you're seeing because in years past we've seen four or five quarterbacks go in the first round this year there could be as few as two and maybe not even one in the top 10. Yeah, definitely. There's, there's no, um, you know, top guy that's been a consensus. Matt Corral's kind of been the guy right now. Um, but I think it's almost by like default. It's just because everyone else has kind of fallen off or no one else has kind of stepped up and proved themselves to be that number one guy. Um, you know, funny enough in the rankings, I think there's like five guys 
that are all there's like four or five guys that are kind of first round grade right now. Um, where would they but, you have know, gone? Where would they have gone last year for an example? That's a good question. Probably, I mean, like Mackerel is six right now. Uh, in last year's rankings, you know, we had, you know, Justin Fields was six, for example. But uh, it's hard to compare classes because, um, you know, if those three quarterbacks, if Justin Fields was in this class, he'd probably be a consensus number one guy, right? So he would be ranked first rather than sixth. Um, so it, it, it's really tough. But, you know, in, in this mock draft world, you know, you're starting to see players that um, kind of come out of nowhere showing up in first round mock drafts. Like I just I just uh, added a mock draft that had Sam Hartman in the first round. Right. Um, and, you know, that very well could be the case. He might he might end up as a first rounder. But that's more indicative of the fact that there isn't that one guy that isn't there that that top player that teams can really kind of uh, build their franchise around. And we are pretty early. You know, I noticed in years mm-hmm. past too, uh, what is established today uh, versus what is uh, going on after the combine in mid-February mm-hmm. are two different things. There's a lot of movement, um, a lot of different players, not just quarterbacks, will go up and down, you know, depending. Uh, it seems to me that the guys with the more physical attributes, the height, weight, speed combo guys, the guys that can sling the ball, operate in space tend to rise while guys with lesser uh physical attributes and and maybe underclass guys that maybe need a little bit more seasoning a little bit more time uh, might not fit into nfl offenses quote unquote mm-hmm. tend to drop a little bit so we'll, we'll see what happens we do have a list that we brought into the show to talk about and maybe we can mm-hmm. kind of go through that a little bit um i was going to re- uh, go a little bit in reverse order um, and I was going to kind of breeze through the, um, you know, the 10, nine, eight guys. Um, I, and this is just my list, uh, something that I put together, um, just to have a, uh, start a conversation, Bo Nix at Auburn, you know, he's a, he's kind of a known name out there, but other than that, I'm just not sold on that. Uh, Keaton Slovis out of USC is kind of coming on this year, but I still, a work in progress, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on there. Grayson McCall, coastal Carolina, smaller school. I've got him at like fourth or fifth round type of grade. And I'm just not sold on him at all. And then we start talking about prospects that maybe have a, a chance to, to rise a little bit or fall or guys that are a little bit more NFL ready, quote unquote. And I wanted to start off with like Brennan Armstrong out of Virginia. Um, six two, two fifteen. He's, um, He's got 261 completions so far, 3,500 yards, 27 TDs, eight interceptions. He can also carry the ball a little bit and get you out of trouble, but he's not like a run-pass option guy that's just going to be blazing, but he's going to be able to be mobile a little bit. 81 carries, 271 yards, seven touchdowns, so he can help you a little bit, in, in, you know, both in the run and the pass. Um, where are you seeing Brennan Armstrong kind of in your in your mocks on your big board as far as like a, if you're giving him some sort of a, a round grade or what do, like people on your site you know where's he been at for the last couple of months is he a riser is falling yeah so so Brennan Armstrong is he's, he's I mean his his numbers are super impressive right um he's kind of been one of those guys that uh was definitely was not in before the season started even in talks um and that, at least in the mock draft world. And then slowly but surely, he's been starting to show up into some of these big boards. 
he has yet to show up in a mock draft as, as far as, you know, a first round mock draft or even like a, a seven round team based mock draft, uh, which I add those as well. Um, but those, some of those kind of mock drafts are going to start coming in. Um, but yeah, right now he's in like the fourth round projection and he's kind of climbing, I guess, if you will, he's, he's kind of slowly moving up. So that's interesting. So um, similarly, um, I was going to ask you about Spencer Rattler because he's a guy who, when coming into the, this year, was thought of as potential number one overall pick. He was. I saw this whole segment on him being the Heisman front runner and stuff before the first game was playing. Now he's been benched. He's not even on the field anymore. He's been replaced by a freshman. Um, his 2020 tape doesn't go away. It's still phenomenal. But his 2021 was so bad, he got benched and isn't even playing um what are you seeing as far as everything with uh, with him is he just completely off boards now or is is he still hanging around like where is he at yeah spencer rattler he i mean he just completely missed a golden opportunity right to take over this class and be the number one guy um you know but i've, I've heard arguments that you know he did play bad but but the but the freshman was so good that they almost had to bench Rattler because the, you know, um, I forget, I forget his name, but he was just so phenomenal um, that, you know, Rattler might, you know, he's probably not going to declare. He'll probably transfer and, and go elsewhere, but, you know, he's definitely fallen off the face of the planet uh, when it comes to mock drafts. You know, he's not even showing up at seven round mock drafts. I think a lot of people are just kind of scared or, or don't really know what he, what he's going to do, where he's going to end up, whether he's going to declare, whether he's going to transfer. Um, you know, there's a lot of unknown with him. So I think, I think a lot of people are just kind of shying away from him. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, another thing uh, to kind of go back a second, um, we, we talked about Grayson McCall a little bit. Um, and the thing about him is chances are he probably won't declare and then he'll probably return to school. And right now he's the number one quarterback for the 2023 draft as far as mock drafts are concerned. So kind of keep, keep that in mind when you're kind of watching, watching uh, Coastal Carolina and, do, you know, more like for the future. Rather yeah, than that's, the draft. That, yeah. That's a good point, Denny. Absolutely. How about um, a guy like Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati, a little smaller school, but Cincinnati's real competitive this year. He's a senior. So he's got the four year um, experience going for him. He's got great size at six four two fifteen. Um, but his stats are okay. Not a great athletic guy. He's not going to really, you know, carry the ball for you a lot at that size. Mm-hmm. Um, where's he, where's he going? Yeah, he's, he's a pretty consistent, uh, ranker, if you will. Uh, he's kind of been, you know, f- kind of roughly between like 40 and 55 pretty much, uh, for the past like few months. So that, that kind of puts him in like a second round grade, um, you know, every once in a while he'll pop into a first round, but it's not consistent enough to really like say, oh yeah, he's going to be a first round pick. Uh, right now he's kind of roughly in like 33% of the mock drafts or he'll be a first rounder. Um, and right now he's like, you know, 56th overall as far as um, the rankings and which, which puts him at like the sixth quarterback right now. Interesting. Um, Wait, so... Can- Go I was, gonna say, I was gonna, just going to jump back in here and um, and ask you about another quarterback that I find find interesting, um, Malik Willis for out of Liberty, because this is a guy that has, um, you know, all the physical stuff. He's just any he, he's got just this live arm and, and everything, but he plays for Liberty. I mean, you mm-hmm. want to talk about small school and 
and low level competition. I mean, where are you seeing, is this a guy that his talents, physical talents are going to propel him um, up into the draft or is everyone still at this point scared away by the, by the tiny school aspect? The, the tiny school aspect is definitely interesting. You know, I have, I have a coworker of mine who went to Auburn and he's like, he's always shocked when he looks at the site. He's like, how can he be ranked, you know, so high? He was a third stringer for us, right? And, you know, when you go to Liberty and then you're under Hugh Freeze, it's, you know, you start to question like, okay, is it, it you know, is he really a talent or is it like the offense, right? Um, luckily, he is super talented <laughs> and he's uh, kind of the consensus number two quarterback right now. Um, for a while there, he, him and Coral were kind of going back and forth, uh, fighting for who's going to be first. Uh, but now the the field has started to separate a little bit, and 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 he's been roughly 14th overall. Um, kind of took a little bit of a dip uh, recently, but you know he's 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 right in there in that first round conversation. Yeah, I mean he's definitely an electric player, electric mm-hmm. athlete, electric thrower. Um, he's taken 38 sacks though, but but taking 38 sacks, he still has 158 or excuse me, 153 rushes for 755 yards and 10 touchdowns. I mean, the guy can really move, uh, and that sort of a threat is lethal in the NFL, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but is does he have the throwing skills, the pocket presence, the, the skills that are transferable over to the NFL? That'll be the question. Personally, I see this is kind of uh, what I spoke to earlier, where you see kind of guys – with lesser skill sets end up falling the closer you get to reality which is when the when the picks actually happen in march i don't know about this guy like remaining the number two overall guy um there's there's another person that i think is probably going to supplant him to me at least and that would be sam howell Mm -hmm. uh at north carolina i just wanted to talk a little bit about what you're seeing on the back end with Sam Howell, where he started, where he's ending up. Um, yeah. Is there a lot of movement there or is he very consistent? So Howell, it was, it, you know, preseason, it was Howell and Riddler, or uh, a Ritter, uh, not Riddler, um, Spencer Rattler. Wow. I got <laughs> Anyways, uh, Rattler and uh, and Howell were 1A, 1B. Uh, you, you know, they were both kind of uh, vying for that number one quarterback uh, job. Uh, Rattler obviously got benched, so he fell off. And then Howell, has slowly kind of fallen. Um, you know, at one point he was first overall, but you know, over the past you know three months, he's probably dropped twenty ranks. Uh, now he's twenty seventh overall. But I've seen a small spike going back up. So maybe maybe people are starting to be like, you know, maybe he's not as bad as as he, you know they made him out to be. Uh, you know, and he's he's starting to kind of pick up steam a little bit more. So it's interesting because tonight. Tonight, uh, North Carolina um, is facing off against Pittsburgh. Mm. And that contest features Howell and a, another guy that I'd love to talk about a little bit, Kenny Pickett. Um, it, the interesting thing about this and, and just the behind the scenes stuff, which fascinates me all the time, I, I could only dig this kind of stuff, is the teams that are in attendance on this game are just like almost everybody. It's easier mm-hmm. to count the teams that are not present but there's also five gms present at this game denver's got their gm there um, mayox there from las vegas uh, minnesota philadelphia and and pittsburgh all have their gms there um, i would imagine all of those guys are looking at um 
at both quarterbacks in this game. So that's just an interesting little tidbit. Um, what about Kenny Pickett? Um, how do you see him playing out? Can he is he a guy that's going to end up sticking into the first round at all? Do you think? So, so Kenny Pickett is probably this year's Zach Wilson. Uh, kind of came out of nowhere, and all of a sudden he's in first round conversation. Um, you know, Kenny Pickett was one of those guys that uh, he had appeared in a few mock drafts from previous year, and he decided to come back. Um, so I had a little bit of data. Uh, from the previous year to kind of get, get him started. But, you know, he was he was kind of falling until literally October 1st was his lowest ranking. And now he was ranked 395th. And now he's ranked 35th. Wow. So in a matter of a month, he's he's climbed considerably. Now, obviously, you know, scouts would probably laugh at that and say, well, of course, he was ranked. He was always ranked high. What, what are you talking about? But, you know, the data I have is mock drafts, right? So um, you know, he wasn't showing up on any big boards. He wasn't showing up on any first round mocks. He wasn't showing up on any seven round mocks. Uh, so the data wasn't there to support him being so high. But, you know, obviously now he's almost in like every single first round mock to the point where he's at, uh, he's only at 8% right now. But if, if that was um, over the past like month, he'd probably be in a lot, a lot higher percentage. So he's, he's one him, of those. I was going to say with him, like, he's a guy that, um, I hadn't seen much of him and, and uh, hadn't seen him on rankings or anything. And then suddenly he showed up and, and I started seeing him in like, you know, the top three quarterbacks. And I'm like, where did this guy come from? And you, you mentioned Zach Wilson, really similar. I mean, he was a guy that just was not on anyone's radar. And then, but this time last year, all of a sudden everyone's like, Hey, this kid might be, you know, uh, an NFL like franchise quarterback. And then as it played into draft season, he just kept get, getting higher and higher on everyone's uh, rankings. So um, I could see him actually coming up and being the number one uh, quarterback in this class. Number um, one, really? So, you know, the, the thing about Kenny Pickett is that, you know, he's he shows flashes. He's got kind of the clutch thing. He's got pretty decent size. He's got okay mobility. Um, he's got sufficient arm strength you see kind of where i'm going he's like to me he's pretty average now i don't know if that pushes him up this year because of his consistency he's a four-year guy um but the the level of competition at pitt has been not great i think they've got the 15th overall weakest schedule in college football so it's just something to keep in mind with him um yeah the, the, the Oh, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, Kenny Pickett, like his, I think the knock on him is that, you know, it, he's had uh, three year, actually four years, if you want to count his freshman year, but three years of just kind of average ball, you know, 13 touchdowns, nine interceptions. And again, 13 touchdowns, nine interceptions. And so finally now he's 29 touchdowns and three interceptions. And so, you know, the knock might be like, well, is he just kind of a one year wonder or, or is this truly the Kenny Pickett? Yeah, I mean, I look at him and and you, Bill, you were talking about you know kind of average uh, physicals and all of that, um, but he seems to really kind of command that offense and really just kind of know um, things. You see him do audibles and stuff at the line of scrimmage more so than other other quarterbacks, and he reminds me of like a Kirk Cousins um, or that kind of quarterback, maybe a Matt Ryan if you know things go right for him in the pros. Um, but because both of those are guys that don't have great physicals, but, you know, have made it as 
uh, NFL quarterbacks. And he just kind of is in that same mold of doesn't do anything spectacular well, but also doesn't really do anything poorly. Like he's just got good skills across the board. So just very interesting quarterback for me. So I have a, I have a question. All right. So we're gearing up for mock draft season, right? There's certain teams in the NFL now that are kind of um, have the writing on the wall, so to speak. A lot of three and five teams, a lot of teams that are just about ready to fall even further. And those are the sorts of fans that kind of give up on their team today, but they look forward to uh, the improvement that the team's going to make in 2022. Um, have you seen yet uh, that increase in traffic coming through your site and, and the level of mocks, the people that are interested in, in kind of uh, getting into it a little bit early um, and, and kind of establishing those things on their own right now? I, th I think a lot of uh, mock drafts you see are, um, especially the seven round ones where they're kind of team centric uh, mock drafts are the teams that have a lot of picks or teams that have high picks, right? Uh, last year when the Texans and the Rams didn't have any first round picks, you barely saw any mock drafts around that. But this year, for example, you know, with the Eagles having three first round picks, you see a lot of the Eagles mock drafts happening, um, which seem to be all defensive focused, uh, which I don't blame them. There's a, this is a fantastic defensive draft. Yeah. Uh, so why not build up on the strength? No, I agree. You know, it is interesting because it's going to be definitely, um, I think a, a defensive focused draft, at least on at the top. And you're going to see a lot of position players, a lot of depth in this draft. There isn't, you know, other than maybe defensive end at the, at the very top being just really strong and, and the cornerback class. Um, are there any other classes that you're seeing strength in through, um, you know, a certain level of the draft? Um, I mean, quarterback is, is, is not top heavy, but it's deep. Wide receivers are always deep. Um, offensive tackle is surprisingly deep. There's there's guys that are you know the the seventh best tackle is a second round grade right now, which is it's phenomenal. I think it's gonna be a great class. Um, the interior offensive line class is kind of weak. You know, there's like there's two really studs. You know, which are Tyler Linderbaum from Iowa and Kenyon Green from Texas A&M. Um, so it's kind of one of those situations where if you really want you know, to get that, that guard or center, you know, you gotta, you gotta draft them high. Um, so that's going to be a bummer, but yeah, like, you know, like you mentioned, cornerback, cornerback is, is pretty deep as well. You know, you could probably go six deep as far as first round corners. So it's going to be a fun, fun, uh, fun draft. I, I think so, I would be remiss one, one second, Keith. Um, if I didn't talk about Matt Corral at all on, on the show and you mentioned him a couple of times, <laughs> um, as being kind of the, the guy right now in, in mock drafts, I think in, in a lot of big boards that we're seeing out there right now, he's the, the first quarterback off the board. But I do have a little bit of, you know, question marks on that if he's going to stay there because, A, he's six foot, 200 pounds. Um, his completion percentage and all that kind of stuff is okay. Um, he's definitely a guy that can pile it up, though, um, in the run pass option stuff. But how does that translate? into an NFL offense. Um, you know, he's got 116 rushing attempts, 528 yards, 10 touchdowns. The guy can really put it on, but it seems like he's pulling the ball down and getting his team out of trouble more than he's a competent, he's running a competent 
passing game. For sure. I, I think I think the other big knock on him is, is his injuries, right? He's kind of dealing with like an ankle, ankle injury, and I I believe he said knee injuries, but I'm not I'm not sure entirely. Um, but I think I think with him, it's you know y- you see it when you watch the games. You just see like the amount of talent he has and the you know the the production he has. You can't you can't deny production. Um, so I think I think if he lands in the right spot, uh, where a team kind of adapts to him rather than him having to adapt to a system. I think he could be successful for sure. All right, Keith, come back in. Well, okay. So I was, I was going to ask about um, the, at the, the very top of the draft. So right now, I mean, the lions are sitting there at, at the number one overall pick and, you know, and of course they, they, they have Goff at quarterback who everyone by now should understand is not an NFL starting quarterback. So, um, but this is a weak quarterback class. And at the same time, you've got guys like, Kayvon Thibodeau out of Oregon that appear to be just fantastic studs that are just going to come up and dominate at the NFL. Um, what are you seeing as far as um, there are, are the do they do the mocks have the lions going with Thibodeau or do they have them at, you know, going for a quarterback and then within your own personal philosophy, you can't win without a quarterback, no matter how good your defensive ends are. Do you feel like they should go quarterback? So right now it's it's Thibodeau hands down. Um, you know he's he's kind of dominating the conversation. Before um, you know it was a lot of Sam Howell and Spencer Rattler, but obviously the, those are much older mocks. Uh, I think at this point, if the if the Lions had their hearts set on on a quarterback, that they they would be best to consider trading down for sure, um, because there isn't that one guy. Uh, you might be might be able to kind of take the best of the rest, if you will, you know, sort of like what the Patriots did, you know, just kind of taking whoever was left and those Mac Jones. And obviously that's, you know, working out for them. Um, but yeah, right now it's, it's, it's all Thibodeau and they're just kind of mocks are just running with it. He's the kind of consensus number one. Interesting. Interesting. Let's see. Is Bill did coming we, back in or is he, did we lose Bill? It looks like we may have lost Bill. Um, interesting. All right. So, um, yeah, he's frozen. All right. So we are, um, we're, we're sans our host here. So, um, we are, we're, we're the, uh, the inmates are officially running the asylum. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so anyways, before we wrap this up, I just wanted to give you a chance to, um, you know, plug your site again and, and anything that you've got going on and, and anything you want to tell our audience. Yeah. So, this site is NFL mock draft database. Um, you know, like I mentioned before, we, we, we literally have thousands of mock drafts on the site from pretty much every year going back to, uh, 2017, uh, just countless amount of mock drafts. I'm always adding more and more as I find them, as I get a little bit of time, I'll, I'll add some old, you know, historical mock drafts just to kind of get that data in there. And, uh, it's always fun to look back on old stuff, right? You know, you, you look back at, you know, the 2019 draft, and you're like, well, how did Drew Locke, why was he ranked so high? Um, or, you know, you might see like DK Metcalf, right? It's like, well, how, why did DK Metcalf fall? He was the number one wide receiver, consensus number one wide receiver in the mock drafts. Why did he fall? And so I always had those questions. I would always ask myself, why, why did they fall, right? Um, and so I decided to add to those player pages the reason why they fell. Because it looks strange when you have, you know, the 19th ranked player go 64th overall. Right. And so you're like, you start to question like, why did the, how did that happen? Um, so little things like that. I love to add, I love to add little features here and there because, um, 
you know, I am a, I am a user of my own site as well. Uh, I use I use the site all the time. Um, everything's automated in the sense that you know nothing's no rankings are are personal. Uh, it's all just whatever the data is. Um, but I'm you know always receptive to any kind of information. You can always follow me on Twitter and NFL Mock Draft DB, and you know I'm, I respond to mostly every email, every message that comes in. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming in. I mean, this has been great. And, um, you know, we'll be having you back uh, regularly because it is great to find out and see what everyone else is doing and how what you're seeing as far as guys rising and falling and and, mm-hmm. and their include their inclusion because you've got all that data and you're the only one with all that data, which is <laughs> which is pretty damn awesome from your point of view. Right. For um, sure. And with that, let's go ahead and wrap this up. So you can find me on Twitter. I'm Myers NFL Bill, who has bailed on us. But um, uh, he is Alstead NFL. You can find Denny at um, NFL Mock Draft DB. Um, and our, the show is at PF underscore uh, playbook. And you can find the, the, this show on at, um, you know, pfplaybook.co.co. And well, and now Bill's back. So, <laughs> um, well, pop pop Bill back in here for just for the for the yeah. the end of the yeah end don't of the close. don't go to pfplaybook.co because you will not find the website if you follow that address. I'll just have to say that. <laughs> Did I it's, screw that uh, up? Yeah, it's uh, profootballplaybook.co. Oh, there yeah. we go. See, spell, and this you is got to spell it out. And this is why <laughs> we got to have Bill here because right. yeah, I'm just he's the pro, and I'm just going to screw this well, up. Well, so. I'm the pro that that computer just completely crashed that was, that was crazy <laughs> the, the inmates the inmates did not do a good job running the asylum <laughs> if you will. Well, I'm, I'm glad that i was only away for five minutes then um oh. i'm sure you guys handled it just fine denny i appreciate you coming on the show i really of course did. i'm sorry i missed that last part there but um you know we're just kind of winding up anyway but uh in enjoying having you on here partnering up with you on the, on the website look forward to continued conversations having you back on to uh to get back into this thing as the uh, the off season progresses and we get closer to the draft, I'm sure we'll do some really good things. So, mm-hmm. for sure, I, I look I look forward to it. Nice. All right. So let's let's get out of here. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll see everybody. Thanks for listening to the Pro Football Playbook Podcast. Follow Keith at Myers NFL. Bill is at Altstead NFL. The show is at PF underscore playbook. Listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube and at our website, profootballplaybook.co.